Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. G'day, my name is Mike Goldman and welcome to On The Mic. These two beautiful people that you see opposite me are Cosplay Chris and Infamous Laura. They are cosplay legends in the cosplay world coming to you live from Archie Brothers Electric Circus. Hello, guys. Welcome Hi. to the show. Mike, thank you very much. Good to see you, you cosplay freaky, geeky people, you. <laughs> you got no idea. <laughs> I'm so excited to be here talking to you about these crazy outfits that you guys wear. You travel the globe. You get to go to all these Comic Cons all over Australia and the Middle East. And throughout, throughout the US, where mm. did you two meet and were you in character when you met? So I saw Laura for the very first time at Oz Comic Con a couple of years ago. It was her first convention. She didn't yep. see me. I saw her. I was on the way out, had a crook day, caught a glimpse of her and I fell in love. Oh. Stop I, it. A glimpse. <laughs> fell in love. Like she, she was decked out in her Harley Quinn gear, but I, I just I looked at her face. I'm like, I want to know more about this woman. What um, were you dressed as? I was dressed as Nathan Drake from the Uncharted games. So it was just very, I was blending into the crowd. I just looked like I'd had a rough night. That's all. <laughs> I had uh, no idea what I was doing. <laughs> that, that was my first convention. I was so lost. I was by yeah. myself and like everyone's taking photos. So I didn't even know where I was. It was crazy. But she was making it look so good. She looked like she was a natural at it. So. Yeah. Anyway, I was gearing up to do a Captain Boomerang cosplay from Suicide Squad like Harley. Okay, um, and, and I, that's, that's uh, but that's not his girlfriend in the no, show. No, no, but I look more like Jai Courtney than Jared Leto, and I don't want to shave my eyebrows. Uh, uh, okay, fair enough. So I reached out to <laughs> I thought Laura. that was the length you would have gone to to get her. You would you would have become he, the Joker just so you could get Harley. He shaved my eyebrow once for a cosplay. Oh, really? And oh, I, were you just drunk and asleep and no. shaved your eyebrows? No, we just had to like do a little cut in it, and I moved, and it, it shaved half my oh, eyebrow no. off for a good month and we have video footage of I was it. So what, what, did he, what did he do? Did he walk up and you go, hey, Harlequin? No. Do and you, know you go, hey, badly dressed <laughs> drunken guy? Yeah. <laughs> no, he slipped into my Instagram messages. Oh, I did. That's oh, how the you old do it. Insta-stalking. The, the Insta-stalking. It. It's the new Tinder. And I left him hanging for like, I don't know, two, two weeks. Two weeks. Two weeks, weeks no of nothing. Nothing. Because I reached out to him, I go, do you want to do a photo shoot? I'm doing a Captain Boomerang cosplay and... I just thought I'd make a friend. That's the best way to get in there. You know, offer them some sort of work deal that might benefit them. And then <laughs> once it. they get to know you, you might have a chance. Get professional, and, then get personal. Clearly, clearly it worked. And you've got hundreds of thousands of followers on your Instagram, not on your personal one and also mm. infamous. Do you have a lot of blokes say, hey, Harlequin, how you doing? Oh my gosh. I, I noticed you've got uh, taken or like a picture of a ring yeah. or something on there to scare them off. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I always it. wonder about Insta girls because there'd be a lot of blokes out there just going, I'm just going to message all these girls and see if one of them bites. Doesn't stop them yeah. at Surprisingly, all. Surprisingly, not that much. I think 
our fan bases know that we're together and we're like the cosplay couple goals that goes like that's the term Hashtag couple goals couple goals oh, what are your couple in, goals yeah in the cosplay world there's a lot of individuals where only one cosplay is in the relationship where we cosplay together it was like a massive um okay. thing everyone ships us which is a term that the young so young folk use when you when you cosplay together so you you find a a marvel movie and you, you're two characters from the marvel movie or the comic book series is that is that how it works yeah um so obviously we did um harley quinn and captain boomerang yeah. that was our first even though we weren't a couple at the time that was what brought us together mm. um we've done i came up with the concept of pirate batman you know what batman would look like as a pirate pirate batman pirate batman and then <laughs> laura did pirate catwoman so and i it was, copied him it, no it was the gnarliest thing i've ever seen she it was like a mix of michelle pfeiffer and just this dirty pirate even though she looked elegant um, it just complemented my pirate Batman. So but that's that's never actually been thought of before. You guys mm. created that. Have you ever thought of writing your own episode or writing your own comic book and sending it into Marvel and saying, I've "Hey, told Laura that I'd love to do like a fan film." Yeah, like definitely. Us, us on a pirate we ship can't fighting <laughs> because because you've got so many fans. And you know the Samuel L. Jackson movie, Snakes on a Plane? Yeah. That was created on the internet. So they basically said, okay, we want to make a movie. Let's pick the weirdest title. Let's pick the, the best actors that you like. And let's get everyone to fund it. And hundreds of thousands of people put in the money, put in the ideas, Snakes in a Plane was made. So maybe you could Magical. do this the same kind of thing with your cosplay sure. world. Because yeah. you guys are the diehard fans of the comic books. Yeah. And, and, and why not create your own? Mm. Because you're being creative by coming up with these crazy outfits well that's the thing it's it's, with crowdfunding as well these days it's definitely attained like Mm. it's within reach like Mm. it's it's definitely doable yeah and how much effort goes into your outfits how long do you spend preparing for these shows oh Oh, wait a minute (laughs) hello oh Oh, look we've we've just been brought bring it on down here put it it on the table that is amazing look at that what 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 is this we have a caramel suppresso caramel suppresso and then we also have that's me infamous candy man Candy Infamous. Man. Infamous. <laughs> Candyman. Wow. Thank you very wow. much. Thank you so much. Thank you, um, Archie Brothers. And uh, here <laughs> at Archie Brothers there. Electric Circus, it is the best arcade in the world. It is absolutely insane. You're the best bartender in the world. Fantastic. Um, Thank you. They come down here, have these incredible burgers. they got these great drinks. Wow. And you can, they got dodgems here. they got zombie shootouts. they got laser tag. Bowling. And the coolest bowling alley. And I, I believe they make the best cocktails in Australia. So come down to Archie Brothers do. and check <laughs> it out. Dress in your cosplay outfit because you, you will feel amazing. So while you, you drink that and munch on your Tim Tams, oh my um, <laughs> t- tell, tell me how much goes into it. Uh, how long does it take? take to prepare for these things months months so my costume that i'm best known for is the suicide squad harley quinn which was my first cosplay i bought it from china at first and it was it was terrible it took me about 16 to 18 months to finish the whole thing what because you're sourcing items constantly always improving little things making things from scratch um it just i can't even tell you how much time it took and then you're going on forums to find where the movie accurate things derive from so Mm. she had these hair ties and i was like deep into the Mm. internet i'm like where are these hair times hair ties from what are they Mm. they're actually the stoppers of walking cane sticks so you know the rubber at the end of walking cane sticks yeah 
had to drive all the way to this random um, disability warehouse and sh- shuffle through all these walking stop right. and things yeah. and find the right two. And then I um, went to this one when we were courting. I said, can you please help me with this cosplay? I need a walking cane I need, stick cover. <laughs> I need this. And so we had to Dremel it out, paint them. It took like a good two nights just to get them movie accurate. And like mm. that's just the hair ties. Chris, do you, do you ever uh, contact the wardrobe departments from movies? Because you, you know, people win uh, Academy Awards for the incredible work they do in the uh, in a lot of comic book films. Yeah. And these people are easily contactable you know, through their own Instagram, through their own social media networks. Do so you just say, hey, where do you get that hair tie? Or where, where do you get that nose clipper that that superhero used or, or yeah. whatever? So like, if it's not the fans, like Laura mm. said, when you go to forums, these fans break it down and they mm. source it from screenshots. But yeah. I've had the opportunity to go to Ironhead Studios in LA who did Ben Affleck's Batsuit, Gal Gadot's Wonder Woman costume. They've done all the superhero costumes. Yeah. So I got to take a you know tour of that and you you see how they do it. Yeah. It's doable, but in, in my case, if it's a Batsuit, it's like a two and a half thousand dollar endeavor. Yeah. Because yeah. It's and just, they, it's I mean, so when elaborate. they're making that stuff, they've got a team of a hundred people. Well, that's creating. it. And they've got like a million dollar budget. Yeah. yeah. You know, they, you, they've got Warner Brothers throwing money at them. And the best of the best that's in it. the field. Exactly. So, so would you guys ever head into that direction and, and uh, you know, work in wardrobe on, on, on a feature film? Because you're, you're basically making these outfits from next to nothing. Mm. Whereas Warner Brothers or Universal are giving, you know, hundreds of millions of dollars <laughs> in budgets for these mm. films. You could do stuff cheaper and sometimes just as good. Absolutely. Mm, and like we've, we've got um, Odd Studio in Marrickville who got the Oscar for Mad Max. Like that, yeah. that's our number one um, special effects and costume. Right. So you go to them for stuff sometimes. Um, I've actually gone in there for an interview with them, got to see some really cool stuff. You know, they did the latest Pirates up on the, the Gold Coast. They've yeah. done Aquaman. They've done uh, the new Pacific Rim. Yeah, um, that's going to be good. Because of social media and how... Mm easy it is to get in contact with these yeah. guys these days mm. sourcing stuff is a cinch mm. um, but mm. it is fun like it can be tough mm. and but it's so fun what's, what's your favourite characters that, that you like to play and are you going to change to any others because I know that you do Harlequin a lot Yeah. Uh, you do the Boomerang Dude it, what's next for you guys or, or what are some other characters that you like to play and why do you do it yeah sure so I I was well known for Harley Quinn. She's my favorite. Mm. Um, so I definitely do a lot of her and a lot of other DC characters like Catwoman. <laughs> um, but because I cut my hair for charity in December, I did the greatest shave. Yeah. And I got all my um, fans, they had the opportunity to donate. We raised over two and a half thousand dollars. Did anyone ask for your hair? Um, Oh, no. I've yeah, got it in my no. hands out there. No. Can I get some of your hair? I'll donate $1,000. <laughs> People were really upset that I cut it because it was like my signature and it was the character. So. I think you look better with short hair. Thank what you. Do you think? She I Thank loved you. it. I, before she did it, I'm like, it's going to look great. And then when she had it done, I'm like, yeah. That's I what, showed that's my girlfriend awesome. um, who I was interviewing and, and her and her friend, firstly, they're salivated over Chris. I'm like, give me the phone. <laughs> I don't blame them. And this is his girlfriend. <laughs> and, uh, they, and they're going through a person. Oh, she's, she's much prettier with short hair. Oh, that's so, really sweet. Yeah, you look that great with short hair. Thank well done. You. That's um, cool. So where are you guys going next? Where, whereabouts are you traveling the globe to? Oh, God. So Gold I'm, Coast is next. Yeah, Gold Coast. Got, um, tell me what happens at these Comic Cons. Like you go to the Gold Coast, you show up in your outfits, you've got fans. Yeah. as well as the celebrities who are coming from the films who have got fans. So is it weird for the celebrities when you know, you're meeting them and they go, how come you've got fans? Like, I don't get it. I guess the, the celebrities don't exactly know about the, the cosplay world fully unless mm. they're like con-goers regularly. Mm. Um, so I met Karen Fukuhara, who was a character 
actor in Suicide Squad. She was Katana, so mm. she was the actress there. And she actually knew me from the internet because mm. that's her movie and, mm. and her world. So that was really cool. But I think um, apart from the regular convention goers, would you agree that it's like like they don't know fully about the yeah, extent of cosplay so fame? They get intrigued by it. I, yeah. I did a gig in Louisiana in 2016. Um, I was a guest there and yeah. they had... Uh, Kathy Najimy. Um, Who's she, Kathy Najimy? She, she's an actress. She was one of the witches in Hocus Pocus with Bette Midler. Oh, yeah. Um, she's the voice of Peggy Hill from King's Isn't of the it, Hill. Isn't it bizarre? Like, you, you see these people who, mm. uh, you know, they're kind of a little bit known, but they've got to stand at Comic-Con and they signing do. autographs. I met a guy from uh, Flesh Gordon, which is a, a porno takeoff Flesh of, Flash, of Flash Gordon. <laughs> And he had his own stand and signing autographs and giving out Stop posters. It. And what about this Hocus Pocus girl? Um, like, she's an actress. And there was also, um, you remember Elvira? Yeah. Yeah, she was there as well. And, and they get intrigued by it. They're like, oh, so what do you do? I'm like, oh, I do cosplay. And they're like, I didn't know it was such like, a prof- like you can do it on such a professional yeah. level. Because obviously Same. they're old school with agents and yeah. going to auditions and yeah. stuff like that. Yeah, so and you, you've got such a close contact with the fans yeah. who follow you and they, 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 they copy you and, and they, they want to be a part of your lives. And it's, it's kind of the way it's working with social media nowadays. Mm. And, and people like you who have this, this incredible following, you can get out there and meet the fans and they're a, a part of your show. So um, do they, what kind of things do they ask you? Do they, like how you make an outfit or, yeah, they, or what they, do you talk about on your yeah. YouTube page? They want to know where you source stuff. Yeah, and- I regularly get a lot of messages from fans um sometimes it gets overwhelming because you can't reply to all of them a lot of them are asking for cosplay advice and one of the main questions is uh confidence in cosplay or Mm. they're nervous to cosplay and Mm. they're just like reaching out to one of their cosplay idols for a bit of reassurance that Mm. they can do it um and then other things just like you know you've inspired me to to um embrace my inner geek or you've made nerds cool again kind yeah. of thing and, oh, and I making think nerds it, being cool has yeah. happened for like the last 10 it's years growing. Mm. it's growing it's growing since the internet kicked in that's and it. people realized hey there's something in this you can make a lot of money out of this i want to everyone wants a, a decent nerd friend mm. that's it we all have to have one keeps you grounded mm. um i've had people email me that have had drug problems been on the verge of suicide wow um yeah. you, you helped them through it watching um what I put up on YouTube, um, you know, keeping them busy if they, they want to tackle a project that I do, like a tutorial. Mm. Um, it brings them out of that hole and that's like, it's the most rewarding part. Like some of the stuff Laura gets, like her fans, it's just, it's mm. remarkable. Because you're different and, and, yeah. and people out there, they think that they're different. Some people get depressed about mm. that, but we should celebrate our differences. And I think 100%. the world's evolving now where, where people who are different are celebrated. Mm. Well, that's the thing. And when obviously you did the podcast with mum last mm. week um, you said something that really struck a chord with me when we were in school mm. there was no class for what we wanted to do yeah um, it's true got fidgety and yeah, and yeah that, that, that's it well I think you know school when it was set up whenever someone decided to put kids in a classroom and, and bark orders at them and tell a bell rings and then they can go and have lunch it's basically training to be factory workers mm. it, it's, it's like some schools are you know focusing on creative arts which is great but to make people like me sit there and listen to some dickhead bang on about mathematics for two hours a day and another class that I didn't want to be in on science or whatever. Let me have a class on Pac-Man or, or, <laughs> yeah. or, or, or something that's going to get my brain thinking and being creative and, and, and focusing on the things that I'm interested in in my life because mate, it, just, it just makes people depressed by sitting there realizing, oh, I have to be boring like all these people who want to be mm. doctors, lawyers, accountants. Or, I'm not saying that all those kinds of people are boring, but... 
you know, mm. to someone who's creative, it might be something boring for them. But someone who's an accountant, they might love that, and that's fine. I'm not mm. picking on them. But do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, hundred percent. I'm mm. actually studying to be a music teacher, mm. so I'm in my fifth year of uni at UNSW. Oh, cool. What do you play? Uh, trumpet and piano. Nice. So I've been playing like we're close to sixteen years now. So awesome. it's just been my whole life. And so what kind of music? Um, jazz. Anything jazz, mm-hmm. um, anything classical I on piano. So I'm classically trained on piano, jazz trained on trumpet. So it's a wow, whole cool. realm. I've and, seen her play. Yeah, I good. tell everyone this story. Yeah. She had like, a, it was, what, what, it was a it was a performance, yeah. At uni, uni. And it was a performance, mm-hmm. um, assessment, went and watched her and she's yes. playing the piano. She's and at the same time, she picks up her trumpet, starts playing the trumpet and the piano at the same time. What? It's It was the craziest serious? thing I've ever seen. That's a standard Comic-Con she, right there. She <laughs> killed it. Absolutely killed it. So Stop it. So, so how do you guys make money? What do you do for a living behind the scenes? Because it must cost a lot of money to make these outfits. And like, do you have Patreon pages where the fans who mm. love your stuff support you on? Or how's it all so work? So I... I used to work at Qantas. I worked for Qantas Link mm. for several years. Um, I was made redundant. And whilst I was at Qantas, I started the YouTube channel. Mm. Um, but when I was made redundant, they gave me the option, you know, we'll help you find another job in the company or, you know, here's a package payout and, you know, catch you later. Mm. And I thought I'd just give it a crack out on my own. And obviously things have changed with YouTube, mm. with algorithm. algorithm. So you make so, the cash out of the YouTube and... Yeah, and look, it's, it's not as good as what it used to be. I also have an Etsy page where I make this stuff. Oh, right. Um, so people ask you to make this stuff. What's it? An Etsy what? Etsy, you know, Etsy like... Um, ETSY, it's like a crafter's website mm. oh, where there's wow. a lot of handmade stuff. So oh, cool. Because I, I noticed on yeah. your Instagram you had like this um, this graph and you were copying a belt buckle from a movie. You were drawing the lines on, yeah, the, on, Captain on the paper America. with the squares, whatever that paper is called. Yep. And, and then you actually ended up making it. So you make that stuff for people and send it to them. Well, I, I have friends that, you know, that that is to be CNC'd and then I'll put it together, make a silicon mold. And wow. then much like these guys, these guys come out of silicon mold so I can make copies. So you copies. actually made these? This is actually 3D printed. What? Um, Are you kidding? Yeah, Laura's that guns. That is incredible. Laura's guns 3D printed. Um, you have a 3D printer at home? Um, I've gone thirds with two mates. So it's at one of my mate's houses. There you go. <laughs> Look at that. Nice. Goes well with the jacket. What, what character am I, by the way? You're Red Hood from the DC Universe. Oh, Red Hood from Red. the so DC Universe. What powers does he have? The power to drink cocktails really fast? Smash him yep. down. Absolutely. <laughs> ah, this is my 80th cocktail in the last minute. Doesn't feel, <laughs> doesn't feel a thing. Let's drink. <laughs> that was fantastic. Um, nice. And Would you like a must stick? For example... Oh, fine, thank you. I've got my wafer. Oh, more of fine. a chocolate person. What do you think of the cocktail? Oh, my god. This gosh. is really nice. So good. Well, this one's driving, so that means there's more food. This is like, a, this is like a, a pink... Margarita thing. This is really good with fairy floss fairy on top. Fairy floss. Oh my gosh. Bit, huh? bit much for 11 o'clock well, in the morning. You, this well, is coffee. Like a it's Bailey's. Got, it's got Bailey's in it, yeah. Coffee mm. one. I'm a sucker good, for Bailey's. I love how they stuck the popcorn around the outside and the Tim Tams. I didn't see like, oh. two Tim Tams. Yeah. Do you want a Tim Tam? <laughs> yeah, bloody earth. Have a cheeky morning <laughs> Tim Tam. You, you guys don't want it. Hang on a minute. What's this bit do? That's like. Slots in. There oh, you that's go. Gonna, that's going to stop me from eating. <laughs> no, you can't have Cheeky straw up into the helmet. It actually, like, really look, looks good with the Pac-Man suit. Yeah, you look great. That's Thank a you. cosplay. A lot of people, there's this trend where people wear Stormtrooper helmets with suits. Yes, I love that. And they just, like, this one. Okay, mm. here's a little story for you. Mm. Oh, by the way, for the work, I'm a trumpet teacher. Forgot about that. Oh, yeah, anyway, yeah, yeah. Um, That's how you make your money. Yeah. Cool. Um, I went to Melbourne for a convention, mm. and my best friend Ellen works for the... Uh, 
the Australian ballet making mm. costumes. So we met through cosplay because mm. when I started cosplaying a year and a half ago, I didn't know how to sew at all. Mm. So I've been self-taught. So you saw how to sew? Yeah. Did so you make that dress? Uh, no, I wish mm. I did. It's, but maybe I should have Last worn. time I saw you wearing a dress like that, it's like got, had pow, pow, pow written all yeah, over it. Yeah, something eccentric. But yeah, you guys could make your own clothes and sell them for sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's just so so tedious with mm. full-time uni, part-time work. For me, I just can't find the time. Yeah. Um, but who knows what it will bring once my degree's done. Mm. See what business ventures. But that's, that's a great thing about, you know, having the connectivity of the internet to people who, who are looking for something. I mean, mm. you found something that you love you find other people who love the same thing and you can go right what do they need i'm That's obviously it. making dresses and you're making these incredible masks i yeah. cannot believe that this is 3d printed yeah that's mm. amazing well, this this is a scan of ben affleck from warner brothers this is mm. you know it's so easily easily attainable this is 3d printed so this is all just um because you didn't print the whole thing at once like bang it's printed you know no, it's, we it's had like to splice parts. that up um we scanned my head um to fit it over to make sure that it was going to fit by the end of it but there's a lot of body work involved because there's print lines so it's like working on a car body Mm. Wow. Then you and, go to, and then you glue it all together, I guess. Glue it all together. Was it auto paint? Yeah, like an auto uh, filler, stuff like that. And then you do the weathering with all the scratches. So, well, what, do you, what do you sell something like this for? That would go for around 400 These mech helmets is like what Ben Affleck wore. Is, uh, that one on? Yeah, no, go no, for no, it. No. You can still see out of it as well. <laughs> well I get an electric shock. <laughs> You'll be fine. <laughs> it's got wires don't, poking don't out everywhere. Afraid. You'll be fine. <laughs> oh, you look really good. I'm Batman. <laughs> that, that is good. Welcome to On The Mic. Today on the show, Laura and Cosplay Chris. That is good. You Are you ready to find out what cosplay is and what's it all about? Well, right now, we're going to ask them, what is cosplay? <laughs> Laura, you tell us first. Cosplay stands for costume role play. So you dress up as various like TV, comic book characters. <laughs> this is not working. I cannot drink my cocktail. <laughs> We need we need to change this mask. We need a bat straw. Go go bat straw. <laughs> Alfred. Get Alfred. This is not working. Abort, abort, abort. You wear so that well. Should have done the voice modulator. You put on the outfit and you just become the yeah. character straight away. Because I'm a voiceover guy for a living. That's how I yeah. make the money. You play the trumpet. Yeah, you, you make these incredible masks. I, I'm, I'm a voice. And I got to do some incredible voices for shows and documentaries. And I did a series for Disney as well where I got to do like 20 or 30 different voices. But maybe I need some of these outfits. So when I go into the show, you get into character. And we were talking about uh, the people that you meet at, at cosplay conventions all over the world. Like I went to Comic-Con in San Diego, which is by far the biggest thing. You were the there the same time I was yeah, there? Yeah, the same time you were there. Um, I was there with a friend of mine who had a stand... Um, uh, called Black Milk. Have you heard of Black Milk? The black I milk. love Black <laughs> yeah. Milk. Stop it. I'm Are you going serious? to die. I've been a fan since I was like in year 10. Oh, at high wow. School. Uh, so, so what, what do they call them? A sharkies? Yeah, sharkies. You're a sharky. I'm a sharky. You're a Black Milk sharky. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've messaged them, uh, the guys recently, and uh, we're going to have them on the show soon to talk about it. But uh, they basically started making these tights years and years ago, a guy in his lounge room. And. Uh, and, and I actually was did their first photo shoot. I took took photos for them and, of, of my girlfriend at the time. You who, didn't wear the tights? Is wearing the tights. Like what? the galaxy Maybe. leggings? At the very Maybe beginning. I wore the tights. But my mate Cameron Parker, who uh, has, uh, he now works for a company called Sunday Somewhere and has a mobile phone company called The Dairy, who, uh, who sponsored this show as well. 
and um, and and like some of the stuff that they were doing with with Comic Cons all over the world, and they'd they'd show up with the Sharkies and they'd sell leggings with everything from Harry Potter to Spider Man, yeah. Superman on them, and and they they had this this group of people that just come out of the woodwork who just love the tights, mm. and they, they called themselves Sharkies. But um, yeah, they were awesome. So that's the reason why I was there at, at Comic Con with them because they were setting up a stand, and they they'd been mm. mates of mine for a long time, and it also gave me an opportunity to run around and interview people. And actually, let's play a little bit of my interview right now. I was wandering around the stands interviewing people uh, about Star Wars because there are a yep. couple of new Star Wars movies were about to come out. And this is what happened. It must be pretty cool working for Lucasfilm, now Disney. Yes, it's amazing. They're such good people. We have so much fun. It's really, I'm, I'm blessed beyond belief. What's your favorite color? Red. Uh, are you angry right now? What do you do with that stick anyway? Who would win in a fight, Iron Man or Boba Fett? Boba Fett. How? Tony Stark's got like all those cool superpower-y weapon-y things. Yeah, that's tough, but I would still say Boba Fett. Okay, cool. Steve Bloom, he plays Zeb in Star Wars Rebels. Mate, congratulations on working on such a cool show. Thank you. I am so excited I can't even stand still. Can you give us a little bit of Zeb right now? No, because I'd have to kill you. Oh, there he is. He's a big purple guy and he, he loves to fight. He loves to bash bucket heads together. So so he's like a hairless purple Wookiee? Kind of like that. Very much. Actually, he's, he's based on one of Ralph McQuarrie's original designs for the Wookiees. <laughs> As you can see, I got myself in a little bit of trouble there, but hell of a lot of fun running around meeting all these people. And uh, some of them go to great lengths to make incredible outfits, but mm. some of them just, I found were walking around in their underpants with some texture written on their chest. Oh, don't don't get, a get me started. What, what is the go with people deciding to go to Comic-Con in any part of the world dressed like a fucking idiot? I think the worst... Chris and I have really strong beliefs and values on this part of the cosplay world mm. is that um, cosplay for sex and yeah. like soft porn. Mm. Um, so majority... You like to keep them separate. Yeah, 100%. Because these conventions should be a place where during the day especially... Mm. There's little kids. Little kids could be wandering around. And when That's you see it. a big fat bastard walking around in girls' underpants and, and a ballerina top, mm. it's like, how is that cosplay? Yeah. yeah. No, it's um, especially with majority... I, I hate to say that it is a majority, but the majority of females that do cosplay for living rely on Patreon yeah. and what we call boudoir photo shoots, which is just lingerie oh. and something like wolf ears or yeah, like implied, right. implied okay, so the, Overwatch character. So that, that's the way a lot of them make money. They say if you, um, like you, you guys do these incredible uh, shows on YouTube, you have mm. your own YouTube channels and your Instagram and everything like that and celebrate everything that you do that's amazing. But some people say, uh, support us on the Patreon page for what we're doing. But uh, a lot of those girls go a little step further and they say, if you pay you know, $5 a month, you can have my WhatsApp number. If you pay yeah. $10 a month, I'll give you your own personal photo shoot. And yeah. is, is that what you're talking about? The yeah. whole private Polaroids. And, and really? it's really horrible because um, just because we're cosplayers, yeah. we're asso like by association, mm. we're put into this random fetish category. Yeah. And as someone who's wanting to be a full-time high school teacher in my future, that yeah. jeopardizes my entire um, career because yeah. then by association, it yeah. looks like I'm indulging. Imagine, because you know some 13 or 14 year old boy is oh, going to come to school and he goes, it. hey, look at Miss Laura. She's yeah. a beautiful Batgirl outfit with no pants on. Yeah, like, and even just fishnets as it is, like that, like in society Fishnets is, is where you draw the line exactly <laughs> people are like oh my god that's like not okay not appropriate mm. but i think 
those cos cosplayers, mm. um, yeah, it really kind of taints the rest of the cosplay world for people who are in it authentically yeah. um, that don't sell their bodies mm. for money. What you do behind closed doors in, in your Batman and Wonder Woman outfit, you, mm. you just keep to yourself, but you do leave your yeah. outfits on, don't you, when you get home? Oh, 100%. Okay. You've got to have yeah. special panels and everything. Special panels? Yeah. Oh, you, 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 can, you can 3D print them. <laughs> yeah. Oh, what, what, darling? You want that special panel to make yeah. a little bit bigger? There's okay. no time for action. No it problem. takes like so many hours to get the whole costume takes off and then we're, di- we're dying. <laughs> we're, we're like, okay, that's it. We're going to bed. <laughs> takes an hour to get me out of the bat soon. She's like, I oh, forget it. <laughs> so, uh, what celebrities have you met at Comic Con? You had a good run at um, Ecuador. Ecuador. Yeah. Because you went to Ecuador Comic Con? Mm. I was flown over as an international cosplay guest to Ecuador Comic Con. Shut the front door. It was life That is amazing. It was so cool. Um, it was really scary because it was my first time traveling by myself. Going to South America. I've never been to South America before, but it. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm, HelloFresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Just was sensational so I met John Wesley Shipp who was the original Flash and he's yeah. in the Flash series at the moment um, like Flash Gordon yeah yeah. They were, oh wow yeah, yeah so yeah, that yeah. was cool and we became like best friends no way um, if he's watching this he'll be like yeah he'll agree Flash. with me we've got a uh, connection yeah you know, I thought I met him, but I was actually meeting Flesh Gordon. Oh, not Flesh. No. no, this guy. I would like to meet the real Flesh. That would be cool. He has the g- most gorgeous white teeth. His smile just is fantastic, but just really fun guy. So, like, I'm photobombing all his photos, and no, no, he was cool. And then I met. It's nice. It's a great community where they'll, mm. you know, they'll take people under their wing, especially if they're beautiful, blonde hair, blue eyes, and, and <laughs> hey, hey, come with me. I'll look after you. Comes naturally. I'm Flesh Gordon. You, you would know. Mm. Yeah, he is. He's a big hunk of man. Like, <laughs> yeah. Ladies love him. And they're throwing Just themselves at him. Just as long as this one loves right me, I'm happy. How do you handle that when all the girls are throwing themselves at him? Oh, I knock yourself out because <laughs> I, get, I, I get, trust <laughs> him. I trust him. I get messages uh, from blokes. Really? Yeah. yeah, he's got a bit of a gay following. Yeah. So, oh, sorry, that was just a normal message. I just wanted to see some... Oh, I've got to get back to you on that as well, yeah, by the way. We'll, we'll talk more about that later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, uh, so you've been to Ecuador. <laughs> yeah. That must have been crazy. How different is the Comic-Con in Ecuador as opposed to San Diego? or Comic-Con oh, in Sydney or SidCon. So or crazy it. because it's so new. So mm. that was their only, that was their second year of running Comic-Con ever. So mm. it was in this really run-down uh, convention centre which was used for like markets and whatever. Mm. And it's the second time running it. So there weren't many stalls. Um, it was a lot of young people. So many young people bringing this whole geek culture forward. Mm. And just a very different environment. They really... Um, embellished international cosplayers because cosplay has been so big in the states for so many years Mm. and australia in the past like five years has grown so much but in ecuador it's very fresh Mm. so when i arrived um in the movie suicide squad Mm. she margot robbie starts off in this cage in the Mm. jail Mm. and they actually made me a cage an imitation cage no way it was crazy and then there were people lining up and i'm talking a line of about <laughs> like 50 meters of people what? lining up to get into to a meet the girl in to, the cage yeah, to get into my cage and take a photo with me and like That's I'd hold awesome. the gun to their head oh, and like shit. pretend to hit them over the head with a bat and they loved it and even though the language barrier was there 
like I'm getting hugs from people. Yeah. Some people in broken English say, I watch your YouTube channel. Oh, that's so cool. And it was just like the best experience. People from all over um, the globe. So you've been to uh, Comic-Con in San Diego. San Diego, I was a guest uh, at GeekCon in Louisiana two uh-huh. years ago. Wow. So, you know, that's where Kathy and Jimmy was and yeah. Elvira was. So that was crazy. And like, there are fan- like Louisiana is small. Mm. And, like, it was so awesome to go there and like, they, they, they look after me like a little silkworm. They gave me a tour of the of Shreve, it was Shreveport in cool. the little, little town of Shreveport. I had a guy follow me into the toilet, which yeah. was interesting. Oh, yeah. oh okay. what? I haven't heard this story. You didn't pay yeah, extra on my Patreon page. Yeah. Get out! <laughs> <They're, laughs> I'll tell you. They're always always those people that come back to your booth. Yeah, they keep coming back. Yeah. And anyway, I went to the loot, and he was right behind me. Followed me right, and I go, yeah. mate. I've just, you've just got to back off. So that yeah. was interesting. And then, yeah, people get a bit a bit freaky, huh? Oh, look, you got to keep your wits yeah, about I you. I think also with our the geek culture, mm. it does attract um, people with social uh, it, yeah, social of, problems. Social mm. problems, yeah. and you I mean, have it might to help those people that. at exactly. the same time. But there are some people that mm. are okay. Hey, got to give them an arm's length. So when you go to these uh, these these comic cons all over the world, do you guys have your own stand? Because like. Uh, Flash Gordon, what was his name again? Uh, John Wesley Ship. John John Wesley Ship. Like uh, he'd have his own stand with his poster yeah. there, and people can get a photo with him, and and they they pay for that, and th- and that's how a lot of those guys make money now. Yeah. Mm, so do, do you guys charge for photos or? We do. So yeah. we were we were flown to um, Kuwait in November mm. of all places, in and the a percentage East. of that goes to the Comic Con that, that put it on. Because yeah. they're flying you there, so that's their way of recouping the cash. Exactly. Mm. And it must work for them if they keep flying you to all these places all over the world. Well, that's it. Yeah. So we, we had a booth there, but it was just a plane booth. So, you know, we had a crew that looked after us, and they were great. You know, they mm. couldn't do enough for us. And they'd be like, okay, put some of your prints up on the backdrop just because mm. that's that's going to be our that's our signage. Mm. And we were selling prints. Um, you know, it, it was that's great cool. meeting fans in Kuwait mm. of <laughs> all places. So crazy. How does it feel to have bands all over the world for for doing your cosplay. It still blows my mind. Mm. I, I can't register it because um, like, I like to think I'm quite humble about the, it happened overnight for me. It just mm. was like, boom. Um, and then all these followers came in and it was just like, whoa, but it's, it's um, still just this crazy number that you look at, but you can't fathom. So mm. our friend um, kind of puts it into perspective for us. He went to Future Music Festival so many years ago, yeah. and there was a stadium full of how many thousand people? My, one, of, one of my best mates, Pete. Every yeah. he looks at my subscribers on um, YouTube, and he measures it in Future Music Festivals. He goes, <laughs> "Man, you're up to ten Future Music Festivals, <laughs> like, now. like ten stadiums." Oh of, and, and then you just you you try yeah. and think about that, and you, you can't fathom. Wow! And it's so you, you crazy. You could run your own Comic Con. You ever thought of doing that? Oh. Like taking over Kudos Bank Arena in Sydney and, That's and, and putting on an expo there. That's Why not? How much money do those guys make that put those things Because Supernova's right next to, or at, out at Olympic Park, and yeah. then you've got Oz Comic Con yeah. at the new convention centre mm. in Darling Harbour now. Um, but another great thing about this one is she, she's always so grounded and humble regardless of, you know, what's happened mm. and how, you know, it's, it's great. Look, it doesn't go to your head. No, that's it. You can't let it. You can't let it go to your head. When it's their first bit of fame. I know when I was, I got my first radio show and I'd just done a little. Is that when you had the long blonde hair? On Home and Away, yes. <laughs> Do you have hair <laughs> jealousy? And, and, uh, <laughs> and well, it's disappearing now. <laughs> and uh, and I thought I was pretty damn cool. But, uh, you know, you, you, things can go to your head and people bring you back down to earth real mm. quick. Yes. But it's good. You, you've got each other to keep you, you both grounded. Does that work mm. out well? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, we 
bounce off one another. Mm. Um, you know. Mate, you're looking in the mirror, flex, flexing your muscles, and she's like, "Calm down." No, I, I just flex <laughs> in you're front of really her. No, I you ask him to flex up. in front of me. <laughs> she asked to give give her a show and everything. So, Do, does anyone actually? Um, go to these cosplay things you might have heard of any stories of people who dress as a character and actually end up thinking that they are that person yes so like like Laura touched on people with behavioural disorders they yeah. get very yeah. into it they, yeah. sometimes a bit in your face but you know you, you, you kind of just understand you know how they're wired and everything and it, it's whilst it's cool to see at the same time like wow you're really getting into this mm. um, it, it ever gets to a point where you go Better report this person to the authorities. It's questionable. It looks like especially America, it looks like they're carrying around real guns with their cosplay. Yeah. yeah. it's. I guess there's the issue of personal space. Um, mm. That some people are, are really polite. When I first started going to conventions, mm. I didn't... I was really... Um, kind of lenient with my boundaries mm. with my tolerance yeah hug people. everyone and and then like you get sick of hugging everyone oh my gosh we've got <laughs> this massive problem it's not massive but it's it's out there it's, it's called cosplayers not consent so like some people oh. will come up to a photo and because like for instance Harley Quinn with the fishnets people are like oh I can I can touch oh have a feel I, I mm. can I can treat and her as if she's the character you in the face. <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> yeah, I've you, got you, my baseball bat for how's safety. that for a cosplay experience I'm on right. <laughs> so um, it, we have to be like really firm with people yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and make sure that the boundaries are set because I used to dress up mm. quite a lot in a, uh, a bird suit you look good in fishnets, I, 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 I was the mascot for... They were yellow stockings, actually. <laughs> I, and they were the chicken legs because I was the mascot for the manly sea eagles. Are you serious? Yeah. Stop it. Uh, when I was about 13 or 14. Did you get fondled? So, yes, all the time. But it was a very, very thick <laughs> padding. And everyone's going to hug you and everything mm. like that. But when someone rips your beak off mm. and you're left with your face like this, and you're like, give me back my fucking beak! Give me back my I felt so naked. He would. I was covered in this big... Bird That's suit. It. You're exposed to the whole crowd. I was the mascot for uh, you know a few other strange things over the years. I love a good dress up. Mm. Who, who doesn't? Does, who doesn't love a good dress up? So That's if anyone's it. watching this right now and they're thinking, how the hell do I get in this cosplay thing? What is the best way to get started? How do you, you just pick a character that you absolutely love and go, I'm going to dress as that? Yep. That's you it. have to be invested in the character. Don't do it because it's a trend or a theme mm. for the time. Do it because you want to do it. You can invent pirate Batman. Exactly. I love people. People just combine a few things and yeah. throw it together and make up their own character that's it because you have nothing to compare it to you don't have to go off a template um you just gotta have fun with it don't make it a chore and there are people that come to laura and myself all the time they're like mm. i'm afraid to get into it because of what other people will think it's not what it's about you, you got one crack at life you know who yeah. cares what other people think it's just a dress up party without you know alcohol and a birthday it's just like the opportunity to go above and beyond um mm. with that Kind of concept. Your mum is so colourful. Uh, we had her in a, a previous series of On the Mic, Chrissy Stanley. Mm -hmm. She's been in so many TV shows, everything from Perfect Match she's to done Family Feud or what, what is it, The Wheel of Fortune, all these TV shows. And she's even got her own reality TV show that she's working on. And Chrissy does something which is absolutely amazing. She travels around to retirement villages, just making people who are spending their twilight years in a retirement village, making them happy, making them laugh. And she, all the, she dyes chickens different colors and and has has like pigeons i think they are you got to experience that it, firsthand <laughs> like right in front of me and and some of them i experienced a little bit too much on my hand your uh, poor shirt but it, do, do you get influenced uh, a lot by your mum because she has such a an out there personality oh that's the reason why i do what i do 
and she, she's such a positive person. Like she, like, and she said to you, she had a crook childhood. Mm. So from that point onward, it's always been positivity, laughter, mm. and because you know she's an entertainer, she she encourages that very much. So. Mm. So it's it's always good to have her around, you know, for she's advice. And so oh, good. she's the best. She's yeah. she's my best mate. So, so her having all these colourful outfits and colourful chickens and everything, and just celebrating life in the way that she does, is a, a great way to put everything behind her. Do you think cosplay a lot for some people who might have gone through tragedy or some crap in their lives is a good way to just escape? It's escape rather than some people might turn to drugs or alcohol and escape. 100%. Some people just go, I'm going to be Harlequin for today and go to this and I'm just going to forget about all my problems. That's it. It's That's it. escapism. It's, it's a healthy hobby. I mm. think people, it's still being a bit shunned and a bit misunderstood, especially mm. from older generations who don't quite understand cosplay. Mm. But as my dad always says, like, say, I spent this much on baseball gloves for this character and he goes oh at least it's not a bottle of alcohol or like a deck of cigarettes like you know what I mean it's, it's a really healthy um, no I get that off people for free yeah. when I sign an autograph for them <laughs> I'll get a photo oh, thanks for the bottle of JD oh. you got for me um, but yeah no it's, it's a really healthy escape and so there are a lot of people that have gone through hardship and they, mm. they kind of turn to to crafting it's not just becoming the character it's the, the making of the costume and, mm. and improving your makeup skills and learning how to sew or prop build and all those different aspects. Mm. It, it's like sewing or quilting. It's mm. it's a relaxing kind of process, kind of. It can get really stressful. Ooh, yeah. We get really stressed. So for people who have never been to a Comic-Con, OzCon, there's, there's so many of them all over the world. Let's just briefly touch on what you can find there because uh, I, the first one I ever went to was the biggest one in the world in San so Diego, lucky. which was mind-blowing. And... It has little stalls, everything from um, people who are selling old comic books to um, massive stands of people that will sell action figures. Um, and, and what I loved about it as well, because I'm a voiceover guy, I, they have a lot of um, different uh, seminars or, or talks, panels, panels yeah, on, yeah. On, on different uh, TV shows and movies. So if you just love Stargate, there's a Stargate panel at mm. 4 o'clock this Thursday. We've got to go and see it because, you know, Richard Dean Anderson's going to be there talking about, you know, what it's been like working on the show. But I got to um, to sit in, a, in on a panel with all of some, the best character voiceover people in the world. And it was so amazing mm. to see people who, ever, the guy who's been the voice of Goofy, the whole so his cool. whole life, you know, the guy who's the voice of Transformers, a guy who did did the voice of a Wookiee uh, in all the, <laughs> the Star Wars so movie. Cool. Do you know how to do a Wookiee voice? <laughs> I don't even want to try. Just do you guys do any voices? Can you do any character voices? Because do you, do you do you make your character voices suit <clears throat> your actual outfit? Um, talking American accent is Harlequin. So, sometimes I try not to because um, it can be a bit overwhelming because when you're at the convention there's so much going on so many people coming up to you for photos you're talking to other people it's like you need to find appropriate times to, to be in character yeah, yeah, yeah. and I, I find I'm most comfortable um, how do I put it well cosplay a lot of people misinterpret that you're super confident that yeah, you're in yeah. cosplay it's actually when I'm in cosplay I'm the most self-conscious because oh, I'm, really? I'm going above and beyond and what there's a lot of do. eyes on me. Yeah, and it's like a very mm. attention-drawing thing. So for me, Some people I feel don't put on the that. voice. Yeah, so like, I, I wear a Larry outfit or something ridiculous <clears throat> and people <clears throat> looking at me, I'm like, yeah, that's right. Have a good look. <laughs> yeah. And look at what I'm doing. But we're, we're talking about um, all the different things that go on at, at Comic-Con and, and it's 
it's evolved from when it started now as a launch of new mm. movies, a launch mm. of new shows, and and especially in the uh, the comic book feature film space, they use it as a launch pad for uh, a lot of movies. So they, they they do sneak screenings and premieres. It gathers up the hype. Yeah, and, when- uh, and like massive parties like they had a um there was a, a star wars launch which i snuck into and just started interviewing people and, we you know, won't tell only way to do it and uh you know it was it's so cool some of the people i met in there it, it was amazing well yeah. when you and i were there that's when yeah. batman vs superman and suicide yeah. squad were gearing up so that was a massive weekend yeah. when those trailers dropped mm. Um, yeah, and you can see some of the trailers for the first time. That's it. They'll give you a sneak peek of footage that they won't release to the general public. So, mm. you know, we've got Avengers Infinity War coming out next yeah. month. So that's just going to be and, 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 and they have some um, some stands at, at, uh, at Comic-Con. Like they had the, uh, the Game of Thrones area. Did you see it that year? No. no. So they had- this one's never seen Game of Thrones. Oh, I just really? want to put that on the internet because the more what? and more I exert pressure, mm. the more and more he will have you watched have every to watch episode? Of your oh, little, every episode. Right. I've well, read the books. I, I got to meet Pedro Pascal. Stop it. Who, who, you know, he's the guy that, that tried to kill the Man Mountain, but the Man yep. Mountain squashed his head. Yep. Spoiler alert if you haven't seen it. But he was there for oh. the launch of Game of Thrones That's beer. So cool. So it's not just launching the shows or the movies. They're launching the products that go along with those shows and movies. Someone like, mm. like Black Milk, I mean, they're launching with you know mm. Prince of Batman, Spider Man, or whatever on it. So I got to stand there and have a, a Game of Thrones beer with That's Pedro so cool. Pascual. That's so <laughs> and, cool. And shoot it. And and here it is right now. Here's a little bit of my chat with him. Pedro Pascal from Game of Thrones. What happened, Oberon? You let Tyrion Lannister down. I'm sorry. I, I I needed my confession. I got it, and 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 I was done. I'm sorry, Tyrion. I love you, man. Maybe you were drinking too much Game of Thrones beer. I was drinking wine, but if there had been beer, I probably would have been drinking that. What do you think of this amazing Game of Thrones beer? Can we get some over here? It, what's it like? I haven't even tried it. It's very full-bodied. It's very rich. It's a beautiful color. It's called Valar Margulis by Oma Gang, and it's delicious. Pedro Pascal at Comic-Con. How cool. What a legend. I want to die. You would have been in your so... element. And, and he, has, he has done so well. Mm. He, he's in you know so many different feature films now, and... Uh, and, and so many upcoming series. It's, and you meet these people at Comic-Con who are out there promoting these movies and TV shows for the, for the first time. Some of them, it's their big break. And then years later, you, you, you go, oh, what? they've really taken off. It's crazy. We got to meet the mountain at, in Kuwait. He was a yeah. guest. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah. He's massive. Big boy. Yeah, and yeah. You, you shake his hand. What did you say? It was like... Uh, uh, shaking a bunch of bananas. Like, it, <laughs> he, he was so big, but yeah. so nice. And you're like, oh, hello. Yeah. Oh, man, mountain, please let go. <laughs> That's so painful. Oh. So it cost him $3,000 every two days to feed him. What? Yeah, because yeah. he's a powerlifter. So he, he has like much. two chickens a day and so, they're like all this stuff. So he probably says, oh, yeah, I'll come along. I'll do that job. You just have to feed me. <laughs> and provide, little pro- do they know it's $3,000 worth it. of food. Provide a gym as well, which, you know, in Kuwait, gyms aren't really that big. Yeah, yeah. So they struggle to find one there. Mm. Yeah. yeah, just give, give him a few Kuwaitis. He just has to... Just throw them around. Q80 lifts. <laughs> yeah. I, I think that, that was what he was calling them. Q80 lifts. Man, that, yeah. that guy's massive. He's huge. He's it's, my age. It's ridiculous. He's my age. He's huge. Nice bloke. Really nice bloke. Massive. That's, That's cool. Good. So uh, what movies are coming up that you guys are excited about? And there's a, uh, a few few trailers that have just recently been dropped. Uh, you, you guys must be excited about a few things that are coming up. So we've got yep. Infinity, Infinity War. War. Deadpool 2. Do you think Infinity War is going to be good or is it just Marvel milking it just a bit too much? I reckon it's going to be good. Now, here's my argument. Hmm. So, 
the reason why Suicide Squad didn't do so well is because they didn't introduce the characters beforehand. So we had all these new characters yes, too coming much to instantly. Take on. Mm. Whereas Marvel has been building and building all their characters. Like Iron yeah. Man had three solo movies and he's been featured so many times. Building parts of the universe. Yeah, exactly. And, and it together. Guardians, we've had two movies already and it's just been so well built that we know the characters so well mm. that when they all come together, I yeah. think it will be quite explosive mm. um, because you know everyone and it's not they're not wasting time introducing. What do you think in Infinity War? I think um, Doctor Strange Love is in there. Doctor, what's his Doctor name? Doctor Strange. Yeah. yeah. Doctor Strange. Strange. Benedict. That's an old nineteen sixties movie. I'm sorry, my age. I wasn't even alive then. Uh, uh, Doctor Strange is now in the universe, fighting off all these monsters alongside all of the other characters from Marvel. And I feel like he doesn't fit. I feel like he shouldn't yeah. be there. They're all going to play a pivotal role. But like Laura said, there's no there's no explanation needed. There's no introductions needed apart from Thanos, who is the main villain. We only see bits of him in yeah. some of the other films. And it's but, like, I'm Captain America. You're Doctor Strange. Yeah. Everybody, let's get him. But I feel like when I'm watching, watching Doctor Strange, that that's his universe. And that's mm. the yeah. way these special powers work. And then when you put him in a scene with some other people who have special powers and they work differently in that universe, but you put them together, it's, I don't know. Does I, that I seem understand. Weird? I think what's going to be the saving grace of that issue is there are so many people that love the Doctor Strange like mm. comics. Mm. And so they're, they're a following of him and everyone has a favorite Marvel character or a favorite Marvel group. And so obviously, they're going to want to connect that character. Yeah. Yeah. So as much as there's not many people that don't connect with Doctor mm. Strange in his universe, mm. there, there will be some They join them that together. And, like I saw yeah. it in, in the trailer. It's got Doctor Strange. He's going doing this thing yeah. with, with the planet and, <laughs> and, and, and making things move around and then all these lights came up and then Captain America runs past and goes, thank you, and it's his new shield. Yeah. He's like, right. So look, they yeah. tested my head a little yeah. bit too much. They, so all bring, a little bit too far. they all bring something different to the table. Um, I loved Black Panther though. Black, Black Panther, Panther was great, amazing. Wow, that's Wakanda the only forever. Marvel movie I ever need ever. That's yeah. just it was so good, and and refreshing. I had such high hopes for that mm. because of the Af- it's all Amer- African American cast, and I, I thought well, there's not enough African American superheroes, mm. and I just think of the little kids, on the, you know, on the on oh, the 100%. yeah who from the Bronx, and and they you know they they see all these you know uh, Caucasian superheroes, and then all of a sudden like it's like this this story of Wakanda mm. that they make up from Africa. Mm. Sure, they've built a wall and they keep everyone yeah. else out, but we won't go into that. <laughs> but they, it's it's just like something for them to look up to and and feel a part of. It and, gives and them I relevance. I love that it was so good mm. and, it, and it did really well, and I look forward to seeing. They have heroes now, like true heroes for them. And the funny thing is, Marvel banked for it to tank. Because they would just be like, all right, this is, this is filler until Infinity War. Yeah. And it's broken the billion dollar mark. Mm. And it's, just, it's a flawless They'll film. They'll be making more. Of course. Yeah. Oh, they have to. I love it. And the technology they had and the, the watch mm. with the smoke and the little holograms That's and everything it was like, like that. And it was like a, you know, a Wakanda version of Q from yeah. James Bond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, wasn't it? I was, I was catching that vibe. Mm. I'm, I'm so glad I liked it. So what else is coming out? What other, what other feature films have... Deadpool, Deadpool 2. Deadpool 2. I love Deadpool. It is great. How, how good is Deadpool? Just takes that piss out of everything. Yep. Broke no, the fourth wall. Broke the Marvel template. Ryan Reynolds is just everything. He couldn't how, have been more perfect how much does How much of a say does he have in it? Because I, I, I'm getting a vibe that it's... Like Deadpool has taken a lot, a lot of his personality. Or so in the, like in, that the in the comic co- books, in the comics, when someone asks what he looks like under there, he goes a cross between a Sharpe and Ryan Reynolds. And, so, <laughs> and a friend of his pointed that out, and he started reading the comics, and he goes, 
I love this guy. Really? So the film has been in yeah. development for 11 years. They did test footage yeah. that leaked online and then Fox had no choice but to green light it because the fans are like, you have to do this. That's a great idea. So Ryan Reynolds helped create yeah. it, yeah. essentially, by, yep. by making his own little trailer. Mm. And, and all the fans said, this has to happen. Yep. But it's wow. just like, he's such a lovable character, always breaking that fourth wall. Mm. And he, he was actually, um, he was mocking, wasn't he? They were mocking a DC character, was it? Green Red? Lantern, Green, when he was Green Lantern. Green Lantern. Mm. So, yeah, no, it's like crazy how the Marvel and the DC universe and the comics, they interact and like, and then we create these characters and movies that, you know, it's just such a crazy world it's so cool have you ever got to go to uh any of the the, this, the uh, sound stages where they shoot those kind of things or you behind the, behind the scenes at universal studios or anything like that or is, is that is that fourth wall behind behind the scenes stuff that you don't really want to know about it you, you, no, just, want to, I, you just want to stay in the cosplay universe i have done the warner brothers tour um with a mate of mine he builds bat suits over in the states like as a private artist mm. we met up one day when i got wow. into la went did the warner brothers tour and we saw the conan set the big bang theory set mm. everything um and then they take you into where they've got all the bat suits on display um yeah, wow. they had the harry potter stuff on display so it's great it's cool you to see harry potter you guys love all this fantasy yeah. stuff Is, are there any fantasy uh, movies that you just can't stand and you think that's just ridiculous oh see i'm I, I favorite anything Pokemon and Harry Potter. What that's the like fuck my... happened to Pokemon Go? <laughs> Do oh, yeah. Got to catch them all. They've caught them all. There's none left. Out in the park at Don't night. Get me Not started. creepy. There's no more Pokemon Go's to catch. <laughs> no, they've no. all gone. No, I'm a massive Pokemon fan. But oh, you the... are a Pokemon. Fan, oh my god. But you hated gosh. Pokemon Go. Hated Pokemon Go. Why? I got, got into it for the first because you know what? It was it was your game. You liked it, and then all of a sudden it was mainstream. No. You're like, do you know why? I had this when it was cool to me. <laughs> I lived in Rhodes at the time Pokemon Go was released, and Rhodes was this massive Pokestop, and everyone would come from far and wide, all across Sydney, to come to Rhodes to play Pokemon Go because that's where all the best Pokemon were. We caught Dragonite once. There was an Electro Buzz. It was just like psychotic. But everyone would flock on the streets. People would stop their car in the middle of the road. We had like one hour traffic jams to get from one side of the suburb to the other mm. because people would just flock to Pokemon Go. And this kids park was overrun with players 24 seven the whole time. So what? it absolutely destroyed roads. So they had the whole council had to like keep flocking Pokemon Go with email saying, please remove the three Pokestops at this kid's park <laughs> because it would become a, an event. Like It yeah. was like the Easter show. That's the amount of people that really? would come to Rhodes on the train after work and just ruin my whole sense of living. I just so couldn't... Didn't, didn't like Pokemon anymore. <sighs> no. what, about, what about video games? You play guys play video games? I, sort of fits into that world? Yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a gamer more so than this one. I'm not a big gamer. Um, I love the Batman Arkham series, mm -hmm. uh, the Uncharted series. But oh, yeah. other than that, I'd rather just be building what are you I'm, a, I'm a big Rockstar fan I like PlayStation I'm mm -hmm. not an Xbox girl so hear that um, PlayStation here's someone you should sponsor that's it, <laughs> that's it. damn straight um, and I love Rockstar games yeah, Red cool. Dead Redemption has been my all time favourite oh, game how good since is forever that? That is and an the second game. one is coming out soon and I'm going to die um, yeah wicked so that's like what I'm most anticipating um, yeah awesome that's cool yeah. man Guys, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank I feel you. like I could speak thank to you. you for another couple of hours because you've got <laughs> so many great stories from Comic-Cons that you've been to all over the world. You're making your stuff, you're sewing your outfits, and you you know, in, in some special way, in a lot of ways, you're changing people's lives because you're making them realize that they can escape 
They could be something mm. different. That's and, what it's all about. And, and you, you make such a cute couple. I, I predict <laughs> really big things for you both. And uh, let's get you back on in, in, a, in a few months and talk more. I, I'd, I'd like to catch up with you regularly so we can you know, talk about all the, the oh new movies sure. that are coming out and all that kind of stuff. That would be wicked. Awesome. Yeah, and bring you. your mum if you want. Yeah, on <laughs> we, your Chrissy. We could turn it into a family yeah. event. <laughs> she's, she's running around spraying pink everywhere. Oh, my gosh. That's what she'll do. Thank you for being on the mic, my cosplay friend. Thanks, Mike. Thank you, So Mike. where can we find you? Where, where can people watching track you down, your YouTube and your Insta and all that kind of cool. stuff? Cool. Well, my Instagram for cosplay is infamous by Laura. And then I have my personal one for fashion, which is Laura Gbert. And my YouTube and Facebook links are infamous by Laura as well. Nice. And then on the YouTube is Cosplay Chris. And on the Instagrams, Cosplay Chris. Nice and easy. You're easy. That's, <laughs> and I'm, I've got like... Here, here's You're a good. List. She knows what she wants. Job running all that stuff. How do you do it? We don't. <laughs> you, you just have to do it. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. 